0: Welcome to the Team ASE Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Mala. And in the next 10 minutes or so, we're going to be sharing some information, insight and inspiration on a variety of topics for individuals already working or thinking about a career in the automotive industry. But there's a lot more to ASE than you may be aware of, and we'll explore the many facets of Team ASE in future episodes. The Team ASE Podcast is brought to you by ASE, the National Institute for Automotive Service Excellence. ASE is perhaps best known as the organization that provides certification credentials for automotive professionals. Just like ASE, the Team ASE podcast offers something for automotive professionals everywhere. Join us as we explore what's now, what's new, and what's next in the automotive service industry. It's a journey that won't just help you make a living, it'll help you make a difference. It takes a team to build the future. Welcome to Team ASE. Instructors at ASE-accredited CTE programs are required to take 20 hours of technical training per year as part of the accreditation requirements. This training helps instructors keep up with the latest automotive technology. There are a variety of ways instructors can obtain this training, but each year, the ASE Education Foundation hosts their annual instructor conference to provide an opportunity to receive all 20 hours if an instructor needs to catch up before the end of the year. The trainers at the Instructor Conference represent technical experts from both independent training organizations and major vehicle manufacturers to ensure those preparing tomorrow's technical talent are kept abreast of the latest automotive technology. The 2024 Education Foundation Instructor Conference will be held July 15th through the 18th at the Hyatt Regency Minneapolis in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We'll have more information on the 2024 event later this year, But in this episode, we'll talk with two OEM trainers from BMW who attended the 2023 event in Charlotte, North Carolina. It provides some insight into the type of training information educators will experience, along with some interesting information on learning opportunities being offered to students graduating from secondary and post-secondary accredited CTE programs. I'm talking today with Kyle Gerondale and Robert Hall, both technical training leaders for BMW. And we are coming to you from the ASE Education Foundation Annual Instructor Conference in Concord, North Carolina. And we could not do this to support those folks who are preparing our next generation of technicians without the help of our industry partners like BMW, who not only uh, support the students in ways we'll get into in a minute, but also with their time and treasure by sending their technical trainers to help educate the instructors who are training the technicians of tomorrow. Gentlemen, first of all, welcome to the show. And Kyle, I'll start with you. You guys had a great
1: presentation
0: here for the instructors. Tell me a little bit about what it covered.
1: We did a presentation on the uh, BMW's standards of training. And uh, one of our objectives is uh, learning by doing. What that entails is different forms of media, different ways of facilitating classes instead of doing the old school PowerPoints. So get them out of their seats, get them active, get them moving around, doing different activities like I said, learning by doing.
0: And Robert, you were here with Kyle doing the presentations. Do you do this a lot
2: around the country? This is my first one. Me and Kyle get tasked with coming here and doing this, and it's been a lot of fun.
0: Well, we certainly appreciate BMW being one of the sponsors of the Education Foundation Instructor Conference. You know, I always say it takes a team to build the future, and you guys are part of it, taking the time not just to support the ASE endeavors to make sure we have the trained talent we need, you kind of go beyond that too, don't you?
1: I believe BMW has uh, some programs at the post-secondary level, right? Sure, absolutely. We launched a few years ago our our Fast Track program, which we use post-secondary schools, uh, UTI, and LTI. And uh, they'll take students that go through their program, and when they get to the end of it, they'll be what we call an associate level, which is our first level. Mm -hmm. And then from there, Part of what they do is they help, along with us, help get these guys jobs at dealerships. And then once they go through the Fast Track program, there's another opportunity that any student can take, and that's through our STEP program. So once they graduate from a post-secondary school or even through Fast Track, they can get recruited to go into our STEP program, which is located, uh, we've got Riverside, California, one in Atlanta, Georgia, and then one in New Jersey, where they actually go through a six-month program working at the national workshops, working on live cars. It's a shop environment Mm -hmm. for six months. And when they come out, they are a uh, what we call certified level, which is just before master. And the students have to qualify for this program, right? Yes, they do. They do. They uh, go through an interview process. ASC has been kind to to work with us and develop um, ASC test that they have, kind of like an entry-level test and associate-level test. Once they get that and then goes to the interview process and they can get accepted into the program. Robert, tell me a
0: little bit about what a technical training
1: leader does. What's your role
0: at BMW?
2: My role is training or I should say leading the technical training instructors that we have in the central region. So there's five of us in total mm-hmm. at our training center and just, you know, setting schedules, setting bugs on cars, stuff like that.
0: The training you provide, I assume, is for the BMW dealers or do you go beyond that?
2: the so dealers in the central region mainly, and when they're at the dealer level, they can fly into the central region if we're running a class that they want to see, they can come see us.
0: And you said the dealers actually are hiring some of the students involved in the STEP program. Is that part of the process? Do they put them in internships
1: and mentoring programs and things like that as part of the training? That's what we're hoping for, is they get some sort of mentorship. It doesn't always happen, but one of the requirements, that the, the service manager or dealer that hires them, they are required to put them through some type of training so they don't get you know, kind of tossed to the wolves. Once they graduate from the STEP program, you know, any dealer can hire them, and then the dealer will pay the educational cost of what we had to pay to train that student. Oh, so the cost is covered for the student. Absolutely, yeah. So the program itself is free. Mm-hmm. And not only is it free, but there's a company that works with our national workshop that when they go – and begin working at the National Workshop, they become an employee of that facility. And so they are paid while they're there. Mm-hmm. It's not b 2 b North America. It's another company that they deal with, but the technicians actually get paid for going to school.
0: That helps a lot, given the fact that most of the technicians coming out of the program, the first thing they need is a good toolkit. Is this program available to uh, any qualified post secondary program or do they have to be an accredited program?
1: Well, it has to come from, yes, an accredited program like a UTI, LTI will also accept community colleges, tech schools, things like that, yeah.
2: Yeah, the guys learn a lot at those uh, courses because they learn how to book tickets as far as doing their warranty repairs. Also, at the Fast Track, they go over how to interview properly, you know, so these guys are going into the field with a little bit of more well-rounded education, not just how to fix a car.
0: Any idea of how many students you have in these step programs across the country
1: or how many you've uh, graduated? Well, the program just kicked off. Mm -hmm. So we've had a few graduations. The national workshops are a little bit smaller. The one we have in Atlanta, we take two students every three months because the shop itself isn't that big, and uh, we have to have that one-on-one training because you're not in a classroom anymore. You're actually working. So the one in New Jersey can take a few more than that, um, and then California is a little bit bigger, and so they can take a few more. But it's a very small, knit group that we can you know, bring students into.
0: There's something to be said for focus when it comes to technical training, especially with the complexity of the typical vehicles these days. I mean, it's tough to keep up with the technological changes, and I can only imagine that it's even rougher if you need to teach folks about stuff that you may be only casually aware of yourself, but I think that's the importance of BMW being here and involved with the instructors. You can provide that level of insight and knowledge on technology. How often do you guys do these sort of things?
1: Not a lot, no. ASC we would work with closely, Mm-hmm. You guys have, have helped us a lot through the years developing things, and I'm not aware of any other foundations that we work with. Like Bob said, we're involved in these other schools with the programs that we have through them, and we do a lot of mentoring and helping with those instructors mm-hmm. to get them into our facilitation programs so they can learn to teach and effectively teach these students uh, that are coming through our our program through those schools. You are working with the instructors on a, on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like I said, it takes a team, and it requires, that I think, that level of commitment to uh, just to keep up. This is actually an impressive group of individuals. We have 380 or 390 of them are instructors. They come from all over the country, and we have them as far away as Alaska and Hawaii, actually. Wow. I think it's a program that has a reputation for providing the quality of 20-hour training that the instructors really have to meet to meet the accreditation requirements. And again, when you talk about partners like yourselves, BMW being, you know, a big one that will come here and actually share this level of knowledge, then it's just natural for them to take advantage of it as much as they can. It's unfortunate that more of them can't, but I assume you're uh, planning on being here again next year, right? Oh, absolutely.
1: How have you experienced having been here? I've had a blast. We don't teach as much now that we're in the positions we're in. Uh-huh. So, you know, you kind of miss it, but our responsibility is to help all of our facilitators, you know, deliver the best product as possible. So getting the opportunity to get with these other instructors and share some of that knowledge is, it's very rewarding. Like I said, it takes a team to build the future. So we are proud to have you as part of it. So thanks again. We're happy to be here. You guys have helped us out a lot over the years. So Thank you. uh, You know, you got to return a favor when you can, right? Well, gentlemen, we could go
0: on all day, and at some point, I assume we'll be talking again. But for now, we're out of time. So, Kyle and Robert, thank you so much for your time. We'll see you next time.
2: Thank you. you.
0: Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's Team ASE podcast. For more information on how ASE can help you grow as an automotive professional, visit the website at www.ase.com. You'll find information on the latest developments in ASE certification, how the ASE Education Foundation is working with career and technology educators to prepare the next generation of automotive professionals, and much, much more. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.